air from the state of Florida, where our 45th president temporarily resides until his triumphant return to that big house in Pennsylvania Avenue in 2024. Once again, it's time for the Flagler Trump Club's Future of Flagler podcast. Here are the patriots who will keep Flagler County red while making America great again. Your host, Trump Club President Mike McElroy, along with Trump Club Vice President and Palm Coast City Councilman Ed Danko. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flagler Trump Club Future of Flagler podcast. I'm Ed Danko, along with my co-host, Mike. As you can see, we have a brand new opening to the show. We have a brand new set. We have a brand new year. It's 2022, and we're hoping it's going to be a great year. And we have a fabulous guest for you today who is going to help change America, we think. But before we get to our guest, um, Mike, what's going on? What's in the news? Well, Ed... Uh I know this is unusual, but I see you've you've made the paper again. I've made the paper again. Me? Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's unusual, uh, isn't it? And it's <laughs> and the quote is, <clears throat> and you're referring to the Fourth of July. I am celebration, which Palm Coast used to hold on July third. Makes no sense to me. Uh, and it says here, I think doing it on the third is just a mistake. I think we need to focus on moving it to the fourth. It would be like doing a New Year's Eve celebration the day after or the day before. Yeah, made no sense, and I, I think we're going to change that. We have been sort of laying down and allowing Flagler Beach to do the 4th of July because it's a matter of dividing up our resources. We have our sheriff's department, so on and so forth, our fire departments. So in the past, it's been we did it on the 3rd, they did it on the 4th. We have to come to some agreement. Uh, perhaps maybe one year we do it on the 3rd, the next year we do it on the 4th, and we switch back and forth. Um, but this is Palm Coast, and like every other city in America, we should be doing our fireworks on the 4th of July, not on the 3rd of July. So, yeah, that's, that's a big issue, and hopefully we're going to get that fixed. What else is going on? Well, uh, for those of you that have been following the uh, polls, we now see that uh, Joe Biden is, is officially... Uh, at the lowest poll rating of any president in recent 33%. history. 33%. That's that correct. correct. And as his poll numbers are dropping, uh, costs, particularly in the energy field, are going up. Uh, and that's, that's no accident. That's a Democrat policy of, of making energy scarce, which in turn makes it expensive, mm -hmm. along with all kinds of uh, money that's been printed. So well, I see the devil went down to Georgia last week and uh, didn't get a great reception in the city of Atlanta. Gave a crazy speech about, you know, voting rights. He wants to take them away from all the states. Um, and of course, he wants to get rid of the nuclear option in the Senate, which would give him the ability to right. try to pull that off, uh, which is why taking back the House, taking back the Senate is so important to us in 2022. With this Voting Rights Act, it's really not about uh, people's right to vote. It's really about nationalizing the election, mm -hmm. which our Constitution doesn't provide for. So uh, they're trying to go around it, and hopefully they, they believe by doing so that they will perpetuate a Democrat majority forever. Uh, the other thing I think we should take note of is that we just had January 6th pass. Yes. Our great Governor DeSantis noted that this was like Christmas for the Democrats and the leftist progressives. Uh, they've celebrated it. They've insisted that uh, this was an insurrection. Uh, but as has been pointed out in Congress and by the, by the arrest statistics, uh, no one actually has been charged with insurrection, surprisingly, or, or terrorism, which is what the left has designated it. 
In fact, of the 725 people charged, about 160 have pled guilty to minor charges like Trespassing. misdemeanors, parading permits. Uh, and although our lefty friends like to, to compare it to Pearl Harbor, Oh, I saw and, that, yes. Uh, and to 9-11, yes. mm -hmm. uh, last I looked, thousands and thousands of people died in both those events. Yep. And uh, I, I think there was what, one death in January 6th, and that was from someone who, uh, Babbitt, uh, yeah. Who, yeah. who was shot and killed by the Capitol Police. Yeah. So uh, those comparisons really don't stand up in the polls show uh, that they don't. Well, the real insurrection was... Democrats twice impeached President Trump over virtually nothing. And uh, so that's why taking back the House, taking back the Senate, and in 2024, taking back the presidency is so important. But right now we have to focus on 2022, and that's why we have a special guest today. Mike, who's our guest today? Well, our guest is Scotty Moore, who's running for Congress in the ninth District, District in Florida, in Florida. Uh, and he is a, a, a firebrand conservative who I hope will help restore America. Welcome, Scotty. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. I appreciate you both. And yes, we, we do care about America and align ourselves with that whole campaign that President Trump is, is save America. It was make America great, but now we need to save America because we're heading down a dangerous path. Now, I meant Scotty. Um, at the Bill O'Reilly Donald Trump event in Orlando a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And Scotty was doing what I would be doing if I was running for office. Uh, he was out meeting people, shaking hands, handing out material, talking to voters, um, trying to wear, raise awareness of his campaign and, and, and where he stands. And I, I saw Scotty there, and I was immediately just struck by him. I said, this is exactly what I would do. You know, next time I run for office, if I run for office... Um, you know, I'm going to be out there doing what I did the first time, which is meeting people. The one-on-one -on -one thing is so important. And you probably talked to four or 500 people that day, I would guess. I did. In fact, I had uh, my jacket pockets filled. I had my back pockets filled. I had a buddy with me fill his pockets. And I reached in and I, every time, hand, handed out these yep. individually, shook people's hand, said, hey, I'm a Trump Republican running. We need, not all candidates are the same. We need to vote the right people in. We clearly know that, right? Not all candidates are the same. We've seen enough rhinos. Oh yeah. So yeah. That's, yeah. So that's what I did. And that's how we met. That's and how we met. And so then we had a conversation a few days after that. And I said, you got to come up to our Trump club and Scotty will be our speaker at this coming Trump club meeting this coming Monday. What date is that, Mike? Uh, it'd be the 17th. The 17th. Uh, our meetings start promptly at 6.30 at the VFW. Please get there 10, 15 minutes early so you get a seat. Scotty will be our speaker at that, at that meeting, and you'll get to meet him. And I think you're going to like him as much as we do because he's right there with us on, and President Trump. Yeah, I, I look forward to having the opportunity to share who I am, what I believe, why I'm running, and why it matters. Why it matters even if you can't vote for me because I'm in an area where this isn't my district, but it still matters because we need to flip seats from blue to red. We need to get Darren Soto, who's the current incumbent, out of there. By the way, he votes 100% of the time with Nancy Pelosi. Of course. So it, it matters. And so I really look forward to aligning myself and connecting with amazing Trumpers because we, we care about America. America first. That's what it's first on here. And by the way, I have a Brazilian wife who became a U.S. citizen. But I still believe America first. I lived in Brazil for six years. Mm -hmm. America first. It matters. It matters. And, and President Trump embodied that. He, he, he followed that. 
a good leader needs to care for his people, and that's what President Trump did. Well, we're an example in the world, and that's why a lot of people want to come here in the first place. So what we don't want to do is mess it up the way other countries have uh, messed up those opportunities. So you're running against a left progressive Democrat in that race. Right. Well, I understand it's very vulnerable. Very vulnerable. The NRCC, so the National Republican Congressional Committee, after Virginia, so we already saw the red wave happen. We already knew intuitively, but now we had actually statistical data that, to prove that there's a red wave happening. In fact, it's a tsunami. And so after what happened in Virginia and all across the country, New Jersey and what we saw, the NRCC tweeted out, said, listen, there are additional seats that are extremely vulnerable. And the only seat that they listed in Florida was Florida 9th, Darren Soto. They said, we're going, and so it elevated saying, we put it, in fact, Stephanie Murphy in District 7, which is in between us, she saw the writing on the wall. She, she raised $1.3 million. Yeah. Supposedly, nothing really as far as scandal goes, and she dropped out because she knew this was going to be a tough race for her. She probably was going to lose. Yeah. Maybe she'll give you that money. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt it. Maybe not. Uh, tell us why you decided to run. Tell us when you made that decision. Yeah, so people don't know this, but back in college, I'm a communication major, and that's when the Lord really birthed and, and gave me a huge passion for politics. And so for the past 22 years, I've been following politics very closely. Now, I've worked with Campus Crusade for Christ with crew, and so I've served overseas. I've traveled extensively throughout South America and even Europe. And so I, I had certain restrictions as far as like my involvement because of, of crew. But when, when uh, 2016 started to come in, and I was very involved with Trump, uh, and when I saw what, what the left was doing in the, the clear agenda, and then you mentioned the two the two different um, impeachments. Mm -hmm. You know, we've only had four in our nation's history. Yeah. And two happened within 365 days, both very partisan. One, when he wasn't even in office. Horrible, right? I just got so fed up and so discouraged that I was having a conversation with the Lord. And I remember specifically December 4th, I was, I could point to you where I was at my house and I called my buddy and I said, I think God's calling me to run for U.S. Congress. And my friend, said, I've been waiting for you to step into that. This is for you. And wow. yeah, it, it was powerful. It was a powerful moment. And he actually reminded me four years prior, December 7th, it was Pearl Harbor Day, 2016, a guy from Africa who was a part of the ministry stuff had given me a word about getting involved in politics. And he said, this is why I feel like it's so strong. This is for you to step into. And so from that time until I declared on September 15th, I was praying through and making sure my family and I were aligned in that we were gonna do this. And, and so when I stepped in on September 15th, I'm all in. Because I really believe that there are moments. There are moments in our nation's history. December 7th, I mentioned Pearl Harbor. That was a moment. We were under attack. We got involved in World War II. Roe versus Wade. In that moment, that decision, as a result, millions and millions of babies have been yeah. killed, right? Yeah. There are moments, 9-11, right? I believe 2020, the election that happened, was a false and there was fraudulent things uh, that happened that still have not been uncovered. That was a moment. And there's gonna be a moment coming this year, November 8, 2022, the midterm elections, and we need to rise up. We need to get everyone involved. And, and I really believe that there's gonna be a wave and we're gonna take back the house and we're gonna help President Trump save America in what he's doing. I don't think Democrats will be able to cheat as much as they need to cheat to take this election away from us in 2022. Virginia showed us yeah. That and that's a democratic state, but yet the Democrats couldn't cheat their way out of that. And election. that's because there was so much momentum and people yep. showed up. And yep. so we've got to stop 
the passive. We got to get people involved. And I love what you guys are doing, your voice, the Trump Club. We got to get people involved. You're absolutely right. Because even if they do cheat, they're not going to be able to overcome the overwhelming force of people showing up. We now have more registered Republicans yes. in this state than Democrats, which is wonderful. We have a great governor who's up for re-election. So right. people are going to show up for our governor. So they're going to show up for our congressional campaigns too. And you know, consider this. I really believe that leadership matters and that we're experiencing a leadership crisis in our nation today. Clearly we're seeing it. it I mean, it's hard to argue against. I believe nations rise and fall because of leadership. Look at what happened to Venezuela and where they're at right now. And make no mistake, we're heading that direction if we don't. I mean, that's not just rhetoric, that's truth. Mm -hmm. But here's something that even hits closer to home. What if three years ago, Governor DeSantis had lost and we were governed by Andrew Gillum? Oh, Where God. would Florida be? <laughs> we right? would be in a lot of trouble. And, and, it, was a, oh, yeah. and, and it was a very small margin. One so, percent, yes. And, and, and so we need to recognize and understand that leadership and people showing up and voting makes a difference. We are in the great state, a free state of Florida. We don't have vaccine mandates. We are open for business. Our businesses aren't shut down. We would be like California and New York. And so this really does matter. And, and the other difference, I think, is that uh, there's several ways you can help take America back. Of course, you can go out and be active. You can go out and work for campaigns. You can go out and, and help a candidate of your choice that you believe will help restore America. That's one way. Sure. Not everybody does that. Uh, and so when we sit here and we say, well, here's a congressional candidate uh, who, who might be good, but he doesn't, he's not here in Flagler. Uh, how can we help? And I think the way you can help is if you're unable to enlist in the campaign, you can write a check. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Be because running for office, even locally, as you know, costs a tremendous amount of money. Even if you're a good candidate with great ideas, if you don't have the money to communicate your message, uh, the voters are just not going to know about you. Yeah, and, and I'm encouraging everyone out there. Really, step up, pick up a pen, get your checkbook, and write this man a check. Because we can't take back the Senate, we can't take back the House, we can't take back America unless, unless we elect the right people. And as we saw in 2020, elections have consequences. We don't want to go through that again. Yes, sir. And, and that's going to take money. And I can tell you as a candidate, as somebody who's been elected to office, it's not cheap. I put a lot of my money into my campaign, but other people put money into me too. And if, if it wasn't for that money, I never would have gotten my message out to all of you. So I'm encouraging you to support this man. What's your website? Yeah, it's scottymoreforcongress.com. Scotty with a Y, M-O-O-R-E, for congress.com. And that's the word for? Right? No, it, yeah, it's the word for, right. scottymoreforcongress.com. And I'm also on Facebook. You can, we've got a ton of content on there. You can check it out. You can see. You can share. So it's not just give a check, although we do need your money. And not everyone can run. And not, people don't want to run sometimes. They don't want to take the hits. And I'm okay with taking the hits, but we need the support. So, but we can also share, tell your friends. Anyone around the country can be a part of helping get that message across. Now, that's excellent. We're going to take a break for a moment to uh, hear from the folks that make this podcast possible. And then we're going to come back and we're going to nail you on a few positions, see where you stand. Yes, sir. We'll be right back. Are you twisted enough for Twisted Minds Escape Rooms? Then check us out at TwistedMinds.com and book an adventure today. You can choose between Camp Calico or the mysteries of Vanished. How about travel back in time to 1840s California and visit Digger's General Store? Get ready. 
coming late spring, early summer 2021. A little bit of mayhem at Twisted Minds Escape Rooms in Palm Coast. Check us out at twistedminds.com or give us a call at 888-92-TWIST. We'll be waiting. Tired of sitting at home restless? Need to exercise? Playing golf is one of the best ways to stay fit, and golf courses are one of the safest places to be. The gorgeous 18-hole Gary Player-designed Cypress Snow Golf Course is open to the public. Enjoy your game in the heart of Palm Coast, surrounded by nine glimmering lakes and plenty of wildlife. Your safe and healthy choice is Cypress Snow Golf, voted the most beautiful course in Flagler County. Call to book your tee time, 437-5807. That's 437-5807. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Flagler Trump Club Future Flagler podcast. I'm Ed Denko along with Mike and our guest, Scotty Moore, who, as you know by now, is running for Congress. And this is one of his signs. If you drive around the state, if you're in Orlando, certainly you're going to see a lot of these signs because they're going up very fast. Um, Well, so let's talk about some of the positions that you want to take once you get to Congress. Yes, sir. Um, Big issue has been schools and school boards, and classrooms, and teachers. Tell us how you feel about that. Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think first and foremost, the first vote that I'm going to cast when I'm in Congress is to get Nancy Pelosi out and to get new leadership in. Because leadership matters. You don't like Nancy Pelosi? No, yeah, not, not even a little. Not even a little, And nor do I like the AOC and the squad and what they're doing. I think it's very dangerous. I mean, you look at Ilian Omar, she was a refugee who came in. This country has benefited her so much, and yet she's trying to destroy this country, right? And so, but let's talk about the schools. I think many people who were asleep, resting, they were not paying attention. But when you start messing with our kids and you start realizing what's happening, people wake up and there is a reckoning that is coming what is happening in schools in the shocking revelation of the pornography, of the indoctrination, CRT, it's, it's anti-American and it cannot stand. And, and I have talked to so many people who have expressed so much sadness that their kids are so far away from where they originally were because of the slow drip of the indoctrination throughout grammar school, the elementary school, mm-hmm. in middle school, high school, and now into college. And when they graduate college, they have a total different ideology because it's this left been pushing this, right? Uh, transgender, gender fluidity. There, there is so much of an attack happening to our schools and parents are starting to rise up. And then you have the DOJ in, in the schools saying, hey, let's label them domestic terrorists. Shocking, shocking what's happening in our country. It cannot stand. I really do believe that we're the land of the free and the home of the brave. It's not just lyrics in a song and a Star Spangled Banner. But our freedoms are under attack, and this is a great example of how. And when people are going to speak up and against it, they're trying to shut voices down. So our freedoms are under attack from within our own nation, from our own people. That's what's shocking. And what's it going to take? It's going to take the land, the home of the brave, brave men and women, everyday normal business leaders, doctors, lawyers, teachers, who rise up, who pound the table, who say no, enough, too much, and rise up. And that's what this election represents. We have got to stop. I mean, it's shocking, and it cannot continue. Well, well, and I think we saw, I think you've tapped it right with respect to school boards. The Virginia governor's election sort of turned on the fact that people were sick and tired of how they were being treated by school boards and the elite who just said, shut up and we'll educate your kids. 
we'll tell you what they need and you have no business here. So, yeah, um, and what about the media's complicity in, in uh, shutting down some of that too mm -hmm. and not even allowing some of that? What about, I've got two daughters, Isabella's 14, Sophia's 11. I don't want people who are boys going into their locker rooms and their bathrooms. Their bathrooms. It's insanity. And, and it's insanity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What other issues do you see as key uh, in this upcoming uh, congressional? Uh, you know, one thing that we have gotten away from as conservatives is fiscal responsibility. We are getting way out of control with our spending, and no one really likes to hear it. No one likes to experience that, but you've got China gunning for us. And the main reason why I'm running is because of my two girls that I cited, their future and even my future grandkids. What kind of future are they going to inherit? And if we keep down the spending road of where we're going, someone is going to pay, and it's not going to be just a little. It's going to be a massive bill that's coming due. And so we need to definitely get that under control. But why don't we list some of the other things that are major talking points that for some reason the media is not talking about? What about the border that is just totally porous, right? And it's not because we don't have any laws. It's just we're not enforcing the law. We're not, and it's just not good policy. There's national security involved in that. What about COVID pouring in? What about drugs? I just was- Terrorists. Terrorists. I mean, it's amazing. Biden just stopped building the wall. Just stopped. All the materials there, yep. it's rusting there, not yep. being, but it, it stopped. Yep. Because they have an ideology to really destroy America. And I hope people start seeing this, that it's not just a difference. It used to be a long time ago that we had differences in, on how we do this. There has been a shift. There's been a clear agenda to destroy and take down America. In the economy, our economy used to be thriving with Trump. No longer, we have record inflation right now. No one's talking about that. What about Afghanistan? What about a military? President Trump was the first president in a long time, at least five, who didn't start any new wars. Mm -hmm. Peace through strength. People knew, don't mess with us. Well, Biden now is destroying our military. I'm, I served in the United States Navy. I'm still an officer in the United States Coast Guard Auxiliary. I got an email a few days ago that unless I get vaccinated, I won't be kicked out of the Coast Guard Auxiliary. I just simply will not be able to do any functions unless I do it alone at home. I'm not quite sure what I can do alone at home on our waterways if I'm in my house. Um, I certainly can't go out on patrol or anything, but I cannot go on a, a Coast Guard base and I cannot interact inter in become, become involved with other Coast Guard or Coast Guard Auxiliary members in any function whatsoever unless I get a vaccine that I'm not getting that I don't want. Well, it, and, and it doesn't and, even make sense because it doesn't even really right. protect you from catching or transmitting no, COVID, no. As, as you guys know. So. Yeah, and, and, and worse, they're now kicking people out of the military for not getting these vaccines. So we're depleting our, our defense force. Which, which makes no sense. You can bet Russia's not kicking people out of their military and China's not kicking people out of their military. Right. But at the same time, we're saying, unless you get a vaccination, you're gone, you're discharged, but oh, we're offering $50,000 bonuses now for people to enlist in the army. But I guess they have to have the vaccine first to get the 50 grand. What a waste of money. Just totally financial irresponsibility. Financial irresponsibility, yep. no doubt. Anti-American, 100%, mm -hmm. right? Who we are and, and pushing, that is anti, that it goes against the grain of what we're doing. And, and it's very, they say it's based on science, but it's not. And, and they're shutting down, they're censoring. Big tech is way out of control. Uh, we've got to get that under control. No, we, we know that here. Our Facebook page is still under review, folks. 
Uh, we're probably going to, we started building a new one, but it's completely, completely uh, disabled by Facebook, and they're not going to give it back to us. No, well, as I've said before, if they can take down the president of the United States, uh, then the Flagler Trump Club is a, a minor inconvenience for them to take down. Right, so, uh, and they need to be held accountable. And so we have checks and balances, but if no one's holding them accountable in the checks and balances, what's the use of that? And so the party who's in majority gets to start holding people accountable. Clearly, we see what's happening with Fauci. You know, there's back and forth, back and forth. We see Ted Cruz and Rand Paul and others really pushing hard into, but there are no consequences. Yeah. So even if you have great questions and we've proven that he has lied and, and gone round and round, there's still no consequences. What about Hunter Biden? What about all the other things that we could list right here? One of the things I talk about is if we were ER doctors and we had a patient come in and there was a gaping wound and it was critical and gushing blood and a broken arm, what do you deal with first? You know, you don't set the arm and fix that and have the patient die. And so what we're dealing with right now is we have critical, critical situations within our nation. Porous borders, we're not energy independent. We're dependent on foreign people, China mainly for our medicine. Uh, we're out of control with inflation. We have these things, if we just focus on Flagler County, County or if we just focus on District 9 on fixing the roadways and stuff, that is, similar to fixing the broken arm and losing the country. We are gonna, we have got to stop the critical attack on our own nation. What's shocking is from within. And we've gotta have people who hold, who get elected in. Not all candidates are alike. We gotta get the right people. We gotta hold them accountable. And we've gotta stop the bleeding before it's too late. So on a personal note, um, I know once I got elected, all of a sudden the liberal fake news media, they go after me all the time. Finally, uh, something nice about me in the newspaper, like Mike pointed out today, but most of the time it's a vicious attack. Sure. Mostly here in Flagler County coming from Flagler Fake News Live, who are Trump Club, we're still boycotting their sponsors, so go to our website, flaglerfortrump.com, that's flaglerfortrump.com, click on the boycott, you'll see a list of those sponsors that are, that are sponsoring that left-wing socialist, communist, Blame America First, fake news blogger, and make a phone call and call those businesses and tell them you won't buy their products, you won't use their services until they stop supporting the enemy. And this guy is the enemy. That's right. But, That's right. you know, when you made a decision to run, you obviously talked to your wife, you talked to your family. Uh, you, you have to be aware, sooner or later, they're going to attack you viciously in the press. So have you been, has that happened yet? No, it, it hasn't happened to the degree that I expected to. Yeah. And, and we've had at length conversations about it. And here's where we came to the conclusion that of course no one wants that to happen and it's not pleasant. However, if I don't do it and other good people refuse to do that, who fills the void? Mm -hmm. And then we're subject to the crazy laws that they make. And by the way, even though it's unpleasant now, it's gonna be even more unpleasant when they come after us and, and force us for vaccine mandates and fire us and do sure. the evil agenda. And so it's pick your poison, endure it now and try to fix it or try to hold off and lie to yourself that it's gonna get better when it's really not. And it's gonna, and so we need the right people and that's why you guys gotta get involved. You gotta donate, you gotta help, you gotta share, you gotta, because not everyone is willing to take the hits, not everyone is able to take the hits. Some of us are called to be thriving in business and that's great. We need to help one another out. I'll take the hits, but I need a crew of people to help support yeah, me. He does. And I'm willing to do that. Yeah, you definitely do. You, you understand do. that. Oh, I do. Look, I get attacked all the time, and it's gotten to the point where I'm at, I'm at least they spelled my name right. You know, and, and for the people that believe in what I believe in, what Mike believes yes. in, you know, um, these folks are attacking us for the very reasons that we're there to fight. 
Right. So we're we get good with it. We're good with it. So, but it's a little tough on the family sometimes. Sure. You know. So, um, but I'm glad that your family's behind you 100% on this. Yeah, and it's going to be a continual thing. Listen, I'm committed to keeping to to remain married and to remain have a good relationship with my kiddos. Uh, but they also understand that our nation is is in the balance, and that if we don't do this, that my girls are not going to have a nation to inherit that, that we expect. Part of a legacy that we as parents and adults are supposed to, we wanna pass on a, a better country. My grandpa on my dad's side was born in 1903. The automobile was just starting to enter in. He died in 1995, it was a full century. So he lived through World War I, he was too young to serve. We lived through the Great Depression, which significantly impacted his life, clearly. Lived through World War II, and he was too old to serve. Raised four boys through, through the Industrial Revolution, and I wonder, he would be 118 if he were alive today. Wow. I wonder what he would say, what happened to his country. Oh, he sure would. What, what happened to my country yeah. that he, right? My grandpa, my, my mom's side, was born in 1923. He enlisted when World War II happened. He enlisted for the duration of the war plus six months because wow. that's the type of Americans we had, the love of country, we're all in. We need to embrace that again as a country. Again, this is Scotty Moore. He's running for Congress. He needs your support. What's your website again? Scotty Moore for Congress, F-O-R, Scotty with a Y, M-O-O-R-E for Congress.com. I'm also on Facebook. You can check me out. Please like, share, pass it on, donate. You can help. We need your help. Thank you so much. Elect conservatives. We need them. All right. You can meet Scotty in person Monday at the Flagler Trump Club's meeting. Um, which is at 6.30 p.m. at the VFW here in Palm Coast. So you can come meet him in person and bring your checkbook because we really need to help this man. That's all we have time we have for today, Mike. I just want to thank our sponsors once again. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to our listeners. We'll see you again soon. Special thank you, Mike. Thank you, Ed, for this amazing you, opportunity. Scotty, for You're welcome. Here. God bless you guys. The Future of Flagler is sponsored by the Flagler Trump Club. Our meetings are every third Monday, starting at 6.30 p.m. at the Palm Coast VFW. Visit our website, flaglerfortrump.com. That's flagler, the number four, trump.com to learn more. Let's make America great again.